And when I read about being born again of the Holy Spirit, becoming a disciple of Jesus Christ, not only am I a learner, because disciple means to be a learner, I'm learning every day about Jesus, but as I am learning, I have this desire to make disciples, because that's what Jesus said, go you and make disciples of all, what, nations. Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Rawl Reese in Diamond Bar, California. Today, Rawl will continue our study of what it looks like to walk with Jesus as a fully committed disciple. You'll see that when you call yourself a Christian, you aren't just taking on a title, but devoting yourself to a life of absolute surrender. Stay with us here on Somebody Loves You Radio to explore the self-sacrifice Jesus calls you to as you entrust your future to His perfect will. Join us in Mark chapter 1, beginning in verse 16. With the lesson, What is a Disciple? Here's Raul Reese. Tonight what I want to do is I want to share with you guys a message that I think is of importance for all of us because somebody is going to ask you one day, What is a disciple of Jesus Christ? A lot of times people don't know what a disciple is, and every one of us here have become a disciple of Jesus Christ. The moment you came to Christ, you started reading, you started praying, and you started to become, notice, a person that wanted to follow Jesus Christ. But there are things that have to happen before you become a disciple of Christ. First of all, the Holy Spirit has to convict you. And when it convicts you, you have to respond back by repenting. And when you repent, then you start reading, you start praying, you start waiting upon the Lord. And then what he does, he opens those doors where you share the gospel of Jesus Christ with other people. That's important. And in Mark chapter 1, if you have your Bible, turn to Mark 1, verses 16 and 17. Because who is a real disciple of Jesus Christ? And here Jesus, he's the one that's going to speak to us tonight. In chapter 1 of Mark, verse 16 and 17, he says, And as he walked by the sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. So if you've been to Israel with us, the Sea of Galilee, Tiberius is here, Capernaum's over here, and then the gathering's over here. And so Jesus is walking around, and what does he see? He sees two people, as he says here. He sees Andrew, his brother, and then Peter. You know what's so cool about that? Andrew brought Peter to the Lord, which is so cool. His brother brought him to the Lord, because he goes on to say, verse 17, and then Jesus said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishermen of men. I don't know how you heard the voice of God before you came to Christ. But becoming a disciple of Jesus Christ, there's something in my heart that burns. That when I talk to somebody that doesn't know Christ, and I look at their lives, and you can see they're hurting, they're going through something. It gives me a greater encouragement for not only for me, but as I see them, I want to tell them more about Jesus Christ. I want to see them come to Christ before I ever let them go. But I've never forced them. 
And when I share my heart with them and I share the scripture with them, my word will never come back void, the Bible says. That's what Jesus said. So if I share Jesus with them and Jesus is speaking to them, even if they don't come to Christ as I'm speaking to them, they're going to walk away with Jesus, Holy Spirit, convicting them. And one day somewhere, they're going to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, just like I did and just like you did. And when you come to Jesus Christ, your life changes. The next day when I woke up, I was totally different. I knew something happened in my life. I didn't know anything about bookstores or anything like that. But I already knew, now I know, that God wanted me to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. So what I did is I got up and I called to see where there was a Christian bookstore. I didn't even know they had Christian bookstores. And I went to Covina, there was a bookstore there, and I went inside, and they had all these, you know, books, and then they had these Bibles behind the counter, and they were all King James Bibles. And I said, hey, how much are those Bibles? They said, well, which one do you want? And I said, well, how about this big one? (laughs) And I bought that big one. I mean, my wife, when I got home carrying this big old Bible, she said, oh, no, now you flipped up for sure. But it was so cool because I got it. I began to read it. I didn't know these and those. But the Holy Spirit, man, taught me how to read the old King James. I still can pick up the old King James and I can read it. And the word of God, as I went to the high school, since I went anywhere to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, I didn't force myself on them, but I gave them the word of God with my big Bible. They probably thought I was a fanatic at that time. I was a fanatic. I wanted to see everybody get saved. I wanted everybody to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. And what has Christ called us to be? Fishermen of men. And of course of women too. And it's real important for me to ask you, how many people have you brought to the Lord Jesus Christ? Simon was brought by Andrew. Then you have Matthew. And you have James, and you have all these other people that came to know Jesus Christ, a total of 12 people, and one was Judas, a betrayer of the Lord Jesus Christ. I always ask that question, how did Judas betray him after being with him three and a half years? And being with him, eating with him, walking with him, doing everything with Jesus and the other 11, and yet he became a betrayer of Jesus Christ. He never knew him personally. He never really was in fellowship with God. Because when you're in real fellowship with God, it's because you're a real disciple of Jesus Christ. You really are a disciple. You believe in his death. You believe in his resurrection. You believe in the Holy Spirit. You believe in the call has put you and me in my life. Because in Matthew chapter 28, he says, Go you therefore make disciples. Make disciples of all nations. And that's what I did. I got saved. Greg glory, myself and other, Mike McIntosh. We did a tour around the world to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I went to Thailand. I went to China. I went everywhere to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because it burned in my heart. It still burns in my heart. The gospel of Jesus Christ. People need Christ. He goes on to say, 
Go ye therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. So be it. This is a true calling and function of the whole church to become disciples. And then you ask the question, well, who is the church? And the church is every one of you sitting here, including me. And every church that is open and has people, they're disciples of Jesus Christ. And the way they became disciples, the way you became a disciple, the way I became a disciple is when you turn to the gospel of John chapter 3. And Jesus is speaking to Nicodemus. He says to Nicodemus, if you want to be in the kingdom of God, you want to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, you must be born again of the Holy Spirit. Because he goes on to say that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. There's a distinction between the flesh and the spirit. Remember I told you before, we used to be natural men. The natural men, it would be body, soul, and the spirit was dead. No spirit. But then when we came to Christ, there was a flip over. And now who rules? Not the flesh, the spirit and the soul. And my flesh is dead, according to Paul in Romans chapter 6. He says, don't make your flesh king of your mortal body, of your life. Reckon the old man to be dead. You can't function. You can't live any longer in your old flesh. You have a new nature. Paul says that in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man is in Christ Jesus, all things have passed away, but all things have become what? Brand new. My speech, the way I act in front of people, the things that I'm learning from the scriptures to make me a disciple of Jesus Christ. And when I become that disciple of Jesus Christ, people will ask me questions. Well, why did you change? When I came to Christ, they would always say, well, what happened to you? And you can tell people about Christ, but if they don't see a change in your home, your children, they're not going to come to Christ. You have to be the same person you're in the church. To be born again of the Holy Spirit. To be a real disciple of Jesus Christ. My kids have to see my life in Christ at all. This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Visit us on our social media platforms or call us at 800-634-9165. You can also connect with us at somebodylovesyou.com and download our free app for access to resources that will grow your faith and guide you in a Christ-centered life. Now back to the final part of today's study. And When I read about being born again of the Holy Spirit, becoming a disciple of Jesus Christ, Not only am I a learner, because disciple means to be a learner. I'm learning every day about Jesus. But as I am learning, I have this desire to make disciples. Because that's what Jesus said. Go you and make disciples of all, what? Nations. And like I asked at the beginning, how many disciples do you have in your life? How many have you brought to the Lord? In your family? Among your friends? among strangers that are in need. 
And this is important because in Ephesians 4, 5, 14, he says, Therefore, he says, Awake you who are sleeping, get up from the dead, as Christ will give you light. Christ is the one that brings light into my life. He's the only one that can do that. It is not without significance that the word disciple appears in the New Testament 269 times. Christian, three times. Believer, two times. But disciple, 269 times. That's what Jesus called us to be, disciples. And to make disciples. A disciple must be a believer, but according to Jesus Christ, conditions of the disciple are to be obedient, to be a man of faith, to be a man that not only seeks the Lord and constantly seeking first the kingdom of God, but a disciple is one that's not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Never ashamed of Jesus Christ, who he is and what he's done in my life. In Luke 14, 25, he says, Now great multitudes went to Jesus, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother and wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, in his own life also cannot be my disciple. Those are strong words. From who? From the mouth of Jesus. And what he's saying here, he goes on. And whoever does not bear his cross and comes after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and counts how much it's going to cost, whether he has enough to finish it, lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him. You see, when you say you're a Christian and you're not acting like a Christian, they're going to mock who? They're going to mock the Lord. You say you're a Christian, they want to act like a Christian. He goes on. Or one king goes to make war against another king, does not sit down first and considers whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who has come against him or 20,000. You have to know who you are. If you're a real disciple, then your life has changed. It's been transformed. You can't do what you used to do. you got to count the cost. If you're going to build a tower, you got to make sure you have enough funds to finish it and to build it. He goes on. Or else, while the other still great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace. So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. And what he says is this. If you love your mother, your father, your anybody else more than Jesus Christ, you cannot be a disciple of Jesus Christ. He has to be number one in your life. Your mom, your husband, your wife cannot be number one. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. The Bible says, Matthew 6.33. He has to be first. When he is first, man thinks your life will change every day. You'll blow your mind. I promise you that according to the word of God, it will blow your mind. Because people will begin to say, hey, what's happened to you? Your own children will ask you, mom, dad, why are you changing? Or why have you changed if they're old enough? Your family 
that you've been witnessing to, but they haven't really seen the life of Christ in your life. And when you come to Christ, really, you know what I would do? I would go and apologize. And I would say, you know what? I was a bad witness because I wasn't really a true Christian. And I think that Jesus, when he called Peter and he called Andrew, they must have been totally blown away because immediately they followed him. They didn't procrastinate. When he said, follow me, they got up and they followed him. When Matthew was tax collector, he was there in his little office and Jesus came by and said, hey, follow me. He got up, closed up and followed Jesus. A real disciple of Jesus Christ follows Jesus. He's a learner, according to the Greek here. A learner. Jesus infused into the simple word a wealth of profound meaning. As used by Jesus and by Paul, it means a learner or a pupil, or one that accepts the teaching of Christ, not only a belief, but also in a lifestyle, the way you live your life. And I always look at Matthew 16 because that is the one that really spoke to my heart when I came to Christ. And I always quote this. He says, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. The word deny means to forget about self. Forget about me. He goes on. Come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross. That's something nobody likes to do. To take up your cross. What is the cross? The instrument of death. Dying to self, just like Jesus did, dying to self. And then at the final, he says what? Desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and then follow me. But then he goes on. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. If you pick up your cross and deny yourself, you're going to find your life. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? So you're rich. You got all these things that are material. But then when you die, what do you have? Nothing. You can take nothing with you. The only thing you take is your soul. Heaven or hell? And then he says, or what will a man give again in exchange for his soul? Man, there's so many people that exchange their soul for something dumb. Something that is temporal, something that's going to pass away. And God desires even here tonight with each one of us individually. That we take an examination of our lives. To see if we really, as we came here tonight. Not just to study the word of God, but what is my purpose of coming here and leaving here? I always share, you know, when you come here, I hope and pray that you leave totally different when you came here. Always, when you come to the household, always leaving different according to his will. You can say when you leave here, I have left everything to follow Jesus, to be his disciple. Peter, Andrew, All these guys learned that to follow Jesus Christ, you had to die to yourself. 
Because he says in Mark 10, 28, and then Peter said to him, to Jesus, see that we have left everything for you to follow you, Jesus. He's telling Jesus, we left everything to follow you as if Jesus didn't know that. Jesus saw their hearts. Jesus sees your heart. He knows what you've done to come to Jesus Christ, to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. That's one of the most beautiful things to be a, notice, a disciple of Christ. No cross, no pain, no gain in my life. The cross of Jesus Christ brings pain. Look what Jesus had to go through. To be an example to his disciples. That it wasn't easy for him to go to the cross. And if we would pray what Jesus prayed, not my will, but your will be done. Listen, you're going to feel pain in your life. You're going to gain life in Christ Jesus. Because God sees our hearts. He knows what we're thinking. He knows my pain. He knows what I need in my life. And he never, never neglects my life. He's always there for me. As he's there for you tonight too. He says in John 6, 66, For at that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with Jesus no more. He calls them disciples and they left Jesus. And there are people like that that I've seen for 50 years. People that walk with Christ for a while and then they leave Christ and they walk no longer with him again. You have to have that assurance in your life that I am a disciple of Jesus Christ and his command is what? Follow me. Follow me. In Mark 4.19, he says, Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishermen of men. Matthew 8.22, But Jesus said to him, Follow me, and let the dead bury their own dead. Matthew 9.9, And Jesus passed on from there. He saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, Follow me. He got up and followed Jesus. Matthew 10, 38. And he who does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Mark 2, 14. As he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax office. And he said to him, follow me. He got up and followed him. Mark 8, 34. When he was calling by the people to himself, his disciples also, he said to them, whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself Take up his cross and follow me. Mark 10, 21. And then Jesus looking at him, loved him and said to him, one thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have and give to the poor and all you will have treasure in heaven and come and take up your cross and follow me. Follow, follow, follow. Follow what? To be a disciple of Jesus Christ. To be a disciple. That we pray, that we read, that we fellowship, and that we tell people about Jesus. Tomorrow, who are you going to tell about Jesus? And I hope that God will continue to bless this church in a powerful way as we become disciples of Jesus Christ. Disciples of Jesus Christ because of the word, follow me. We hope today's lesson has reignited your resolve to truly live for Jesus as we head into this new year. 
You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Today's lesson is available in its complete form for a donation of $5 or more. If you'd like to get a copy, simply call us at 800-634-9165 and mention today's title, What is a Disciple? To further support your faith journey, we'd like to tell you about Rawls' entire 12-message discipleship series, conveniently available on either CD or an MP3 thumb drive. As you explore Jesus' practical yet inspiring instructions for His followers, you'll discover that you can walk with confidence in His plan for your life. You'll also see how surrendering your will leads to freedom and eternal purpose. To purchase Rawls' 12-lesson discipleship series, visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165. We'll send you the USB drive for $18 or the CD collection for $23. Our number once again is 800-634-9165. If you'd like to order this resource by writing us, the mailing address is Somebody Loves You Radio, Post Office Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. We encourage you to take advantage of all of our free resources. Catch Straight Talk with Rawl on his YouTube channel, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. You can also download Somebody Loves Your Radio podcast on iTunes and Spotify. For uplifting biblical insights, visit somebodylovesyou.com to subscribe to Rawl's daily devotional emails. And if you'd like Rawl to personally respond to your Bible questions and prayer requests, his email address is pastorrawl at somebodylovesyou.com. Thanks so much for your generous partnership. It's donations like those that keep us sharing Scripture's wisdom, and every contribution is tax-deductible. Thanks again for making us a part of your day today. We love studying God's Word with you, and we invite you to join us next time for even more biblical truth to encourage your heart and direct your steps. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.